Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Good morning, Paige. Good morning, Mom. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm a little tired, but be good. That's good. Your sister was up in the middle of the night, and you know how I wake up easily. Yes. Yeah. Very easily. It's a mom detector. Is it? So does that, wait, does that mean when I become a parent, my beautiful stone dead sleep is going to be ruined? Uh, I don't know. I just call it a mom detector. I don't know. But I thought that was a funny thing to say since what you researched this week was parenting. Parenting. So. And ADHD. Yes. Specifically. Yes. But wouldn't this like kind of count for all neurodiversities? Um, or well, wouldn't I? Laughing strategies, but like wouldn't parenting with any for sure parenting with any yes oh parenting sounds parenting is hard so kids don't come with instruction books and each one is different Mm -hmm. right so like even when you guys were little like to get you guys to do stuff I had to like be right on top of you I had to give you like a really a really small step. And then, like, tell you how long you had to do it, and oh. then come back and give you another small step. And right, we had well, that's that how we had to do annoying. it. For Jack, I used to just have to like tell him. So I'd say, "Hey, by the end of the weekend, can you, you this. know, put your laundry away and move along and clean your room, whatever?" Um, and for Alexis, and for Alexis, it's a like constant weekly like. checklist of what she needs to do that week um because you guys are all different very different so what did you learn i learned okay to make sure that you're well wait set up the context you're talking about like People who have ADHD who yes. are parenting, who are not parenting a child with with ADHD. Although, although if you have ADHD, they kind of overlap. With right. I mean, if you if you have ADHD, odds are your kid probably has it too. So, um, um, so to the things kept saying that it's easiest if you have your ADHD already well managed. Because it's going to make things a lot easier because you are going to be calmer. calmer. Yeah, that makes sense. No one wants to scream at their little eight-year-olds. So did it talk about, like, what is managing your ADHD? Yes. Excellent. Um, Okay. So, um, well, I mean, it's so, like, kind of. It kind of did that. Um, Managing. So, like, finding. it, It kept saying treatment. So finding whatever treatment you want to do, medication, well, so, um, medication, coaching, I don't know other well, therapy, coaching, therapy, DBT, DBT therapy, yeah. right? It um, just said they just kept saying treatment, exercise. We've talked about Oops. as treatment, um, and how when your ADHD is managed, it's easier. For you to be able to be on top of or help you manage normal parenting things. So like day-to-day, daily 
get your kids out the door to school. Yeah, it's like getting your kids out to school, doing homework, uh, preparing for the next day, making dinner, driving to soccer, driving to any extra extracurricular well, activities your child coordinating schedules because you know most children. people have more than one kid, right? So, and they all do and they things. never have the same hobbies. Jack seemed to be really interested in the things I was doing, and it was kind of annoying. <laughs> Little Jack following me around. Yeah, but once also he got to really school, sweet. he didn't do the same kinds of activities. He did he not. Well, we he both did chess. Yeah, but you didn't do it for long. I hated it. He loved it. <laughs> and still played. I think I did it only because, like, I was forced to, to do some sort of curricular activity and nothing else sounded fun. Yeah. But I don't know why I chose to do chess, but not the topic. Um... And it's also easier to manage your kid's ADHD if you're already managing your own. So mm-hmm. managing your child. So like medication and like doctor's appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Having trouble with reg- emotional regulation. Um, your own. Your own emotional regulation yes well i mean in a child's but <laughs> particularly your own because children misbehave yes they do and it's hard repeatedly hard to and i guess sometimes it's hard to pay attention to you know the good things or the well-behaved things that they do and praise those because you have adhd and you kind of just your mind's everywhere everywhere so and it's important to praise the good behavior but also you don't want to react differently every time they do something because that would be super confusing so right so if they're doing the same thing wrong you can't let them like climb in the kitchen cabinets well kids do um some kids do and right so like you don't want one time to be like oh sweetie that's not safe and then another time to like have a meltdown yeah 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 so stay consistent was the next one Mm -hmm. um it gave a tip because i don't have any tips for you because i am not a parent no but this was a tip that the article gave me um try with your significant other or whoever you're raising your children with um write down the list of house rules that you have Mm -hmm. and next to them write down how you should respond to them Mm -hmm. if they were broken and then put them somewhere where everyone can see it so then next time jimmy climbs the cabinets you can see on the refrigerator or wherever if no climbing on the cabinets and how you respond to Jimmy climbing on the cabinets. How would you, how would you respond to Jimmy climbing on the cabinets? So. I would take Rogue, Jimmy don't down. Don't do that. I would take Jimmy down and remind him that it's unsafe and that he can simply ask me. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I did do that. I was about to say who climbed on cabinets, but I totally did that. Not, not that much. But I, I do, or or I would just stand on Alexis's foot plate. Yeah, which is probably not safe on a wheelchair. Well, I was, you know, we were around the same weight, so it was okay. I wouldn't do it now. No. I think I did do it once, a few months ago, and it was terrifying. For both of you? For both of us, <laughs> yeah. Poor Alexis was like, oh my god, don't fall. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, don't fall. 
it was great. Um, let's see here. Take breaks. It, it stressed mm -hmm. this. I definitely did this. All parents need You breaks. guys would like, I don't know, one of you would be like on a downslide and it, you'd take the others with you. <laughs> and I would just be like, okay. I have to go to the bathroom. And I would leave. Um, right? Because in our house, there was always that rule. Like if uh, I was in the do bathroom, not follow me. you can't follow me into the bathroom. It's my private place. <laughs> so I would just go in the bathroom and like sit on the tub. Cry take a couple of breaths. No, I didn't cry. Okay. I would take a couple of deep breaths though and be like, okay. Or sometimes Jack would do something really wrong. Really? Like he would do something really wrong. I would no none like of Like he would like Jack never say something really rude. He or did. Like to you. He usually it was like to you. Oh really? I never I caught on. I mean, but it was usually like pretty sarcastic and pretty funny. <laughs> uh, very rude, wrong. <laughs> so, I couldn't laugh. I had to be like, Jack, that's wrong. Jack, that's wrong. I apologize. I'm going to go to the bathroom because I had to laugh. <laughs> so I went to the bathroom to laugh. Jeez, I always just thought you had to pee a lot. No. No, you were just <laughs> hiding from us. Yes. I see. Okay. Um, it take breaks. Um, either like, if you need a break, obviously you take breaks throughout the day or before you answer if there's like a bad situation going on. Yes. Before pause. you answer. Pause before you do anything. Why? Yes. Um, I watch these people on YouTube, this family on YouTube. I don't think any of them actually, it's not true. The father and the dot one of the children have has dyslexia so i guess they are neurodiverse but they have i think it's like an hour or something a day where it's quiet time yes quiet time's a good thing everybody should quiet time yeah so so the kids like either like read or play quietly but it's just like quiet throughout the whole house that's good for everybody um oops oh, i don't want to voice type thank you um okay divide the duties so i feel like this is like kind of already obvious but one parent shouldn't be doing all of the parenting or all of the work right it should be divided equally amongst both of them to their strong suits yes so if you aren't really good at driving Maybe you shouldn't be the one carpooling all of or the Or if you children. get distracted easily, maybe you shouldn't be running the soccer carpool. Yeah. For sure. You or should if you're be an anxious driver. driver. Right. Or, oh, dear. But also, like, you know, you if, don't you like like enjoy, if you enjoy cooking, but you don't enjoy the dishes and your partner doesn't mind doing the dishes. I don't like doing the laundry. That's my thing. I don't like doing it. I hate the laundry. Nobody likes the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody has to do the laundry so find a way to do it mm -hmm. um but like you also want to like make sure you're dividing out like things that people enjoy doing right so you know like some people actually enjoy doing work outside i know you don't 
but some people enjoy going into the out of doors. Well, I mean, I don't mind the just the, the getting the dirt. The, the bugs. It's the bugs. It's all the Ooh. bugs flying around my ears and just there. We do not live in an environment where it's that buggy. You're just crazy. No, I'm not. Um, um <laughs> so um yeah, dividing out your chores and sort of like deciding that you can also divide them in advance instead of after somebody's annoyed yes children should definitely have chores you have children it's not (laughs) i know i joke about that but it's not really why you have children (laughs) but you do want to raise like independent little human beings who can do stuff for themselves when they leave home yes um right so like you guys were like three when you started sorting your own land laundry mm-hmm. into like basic like white colors and colors um or um you gotta make it easy for kids to like put stuff away too right, right. like it Sorry. really doesn't matter if socks and underwear are folded it, it no really, really i doesn't. don't i don't fold my socks or my right um it really doesn't just want to put them in the bin it's fine <laughs> um <clears throat> also like hanging stuff is much easier for most people um also depends on like how picky you are though right like i have to retrain my boyfriend how to do his laundry <laughs> he insists on doing this One thing no no oh. no 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 he has his dark load he has his white load and then he has a specific load for all of his red shirts well red bleeds easily well, right 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 yes I, but like i can see that i can see that however he has a lot of red clothes he grew up in nebraska which their football their college football team is like they're yes. red and then he went to two schools where their colors are red so he has a lot of red shirts and he has to wear a and so now he's like well now i have to wear enough red clothes to make a red load <laughs> and i was like no no, it's like, but it'll no, bleed it onto sense. the other clothes. It's I, like, I, I'm you, sorry. You, I totally you wear agree right. with him. You do? I do. I, I have to side with him. You have to? I do. Sorry. That's fine. It's pretty logical. It is. Yes, He's my very man. logical. Very smart. He's very smart. But very logical. It's just, yeah, it's no, that weird. Makes sense. It is weird. He waits even two weeks to do his laundry. So, because it's, it's just yeah. like gigantic. No, it's like huge. Well, it's a big guy. He is. Or a tall guy. He is tall. Well, shoulders are pretty wide, too. So, I mean, yes. Anyway. Okay. Talk to a therapist if you need it. And also talk to your spouse or your partner if you have any trouble. I mean, ADHD coaching is now considered as equivalent to therapy. Oh, well. for for uh treatment of ADHD. I see. And it tends to be more practical, right? Mm-hmm. Like well then ditch the therapist idea. I go didn't to say a, that. Go to, a, a therapist. go to a therapist. I'm coach. just saying a coaches are usually easier to get into than therapists. That's true. Right. So and um or there's even coaches that do like family coaching. So oh. they could coach you and the kids. Oh. I don't do that kind of coaching, but there are people who do. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I came across this thing called Behavioral Parenting Training. We're going to just say BPT because I don't want to continuously say behavioral parenting therapy. Okay. Okay. So BPT. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, these classes address things like house rules and routine. Mm-hmm. and give clear instruction and the, how to give clear instructions how to praise good behavior mm-hmm. um and you know all that other stuff usually it's done in over 8 to 12 hours with um like a therapist but i guess for people for parents who have ADHD it's more beneficial to do it in 12 two-hour increments because realistically you're not going to do it all in eight to 12 you're like you're not you're not going to do that that's like a day a whole day where you have to like stay focused on doing just that right that would sound really boring i know i wouldn't do that i'd much rather do there's also those like love and logic classes which are usually like a couple hours a night for like i don't know i want to say like six to eight weeks so those are just two hours Mm -hmm. um usually so um love and logic is like a special a specific kind of one of those programs so and they're pretty much all over the place so Mm -hmm. you could just google that and find it Mm -hmm. i'd also say like just sitting down like when you're coming up with that list of rules for the house that you include your, depending on the age of your children. So obviously if they're like infants, you're not including them or even toddlers. But if they're school age, if they're school age, then you should include them in that process. Um, and we even of did. making rules. Of making the rules and right. the punishments for them. And so the punishments. So then they're very, very aware. And actually oh. kids are way harder on themselves than parents are. Really? Like way higher, way harder. Um, I don't think, okay. And so they are, kids are way harder on themselves. So um, even just like, or doing like an exercise to come up with like a family mission statement or um, values or whatever. When we did values, it was really funny. Right? We did that and you were like, your values were like, have fun. Um, which is great. That's a great family it value. It's great to have fun. Mm-hmm. It's important to have fun. And Jacks were all very serious. It was important to have some fun in there too. It's a hundred percent important to have fun, but Jax was like to be efficient. Which <laughs> <laughs> is just <laughs> so him even as a kid. <laughs> no, it's they should definitely write. Yes. They should definitely um you should definitely have fun. You should definitely be efficient. You should definitely be honest, right? Um, <laughs> he's not a weirdo. He is. He's just I love him, but he thinks too logically. He is very logical. Um, so, but that way, if the kids are included in the whole entire process, then like they have some skin in the game. And they're more likely to, you know, really observe them. Or, you know, um, there are families that also like um, 
And until like chores are done, they like change the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> won't give it to anybody until like chores are all done. Or um, I th I think that's a pretty crappy thing to do. I think so um, too. But also, I don't really plan on giving my children much work for the parent with ADHD. Too much. Don't too, too many. No, like. It like changing the Wi-Fi password all the time so that your kid can't randomly get on Wi-Fi. That's Wi a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Like I don't right? want to like, do that. Like that's not exactly. I'd rather just keep it's the way It's easier to just take their tablet. Um, no, I don't mind giving them the tablet. Or well, but if they're like in middle school. Well, yes, in middle, like as a tr young right? child, I want you to yeah. like be creative. Yes. Don't just be playing on a tablet all day. Yes. For sure. I want them to use their brain. Well, their creativity. So it's just reading an article. I didn't read the whole article. Yesterday, there was an article that popped up in my news feed. And it said that imagination, it comes on a spectrum. Right. And 1% of all people cannot picture things in their brain to imagine it. 1%? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Only 1%? Like I... I just like I picture everything like I don't think in words so right. I picture literally everything but that's so sad this I think is the one percent it doesn't seem like so, a lot of people one percent of the population had like you know cancer that'd be sad it would be sad probably more than that have cancer it's no. most definitely what more than one percent but you know that is interesting I think like figuring out how your kid thinks because your kid doesn't think like you even if you and your kid have ADHD your kid doesn't think like you right so there's a there's another thing like if you're parenting your kid about like keeping their room tidy or their playroom or their area where they do their homework whichever it is you can't set it up for them because they don't think like you. I mean, it's a playroom. Yes, but like you just holds toys. But it still needs to be cleaned up at some point, right? Right. Like I'm not going to vacuum up your toys. So at some point, all the toys have to be off the floor, right? Or if you're maybe having company or so whatever. Um. So maybe not the playroom as much as like their bedroom or the area where they do their homework. Like, if you want them to be able to keep it clean, it needs to be set up in a way that their brain thinks and not in a way that your brain thinks. Right. Right? What else to do? Oh, to set timers to focus your attention depending on the child's age children still need to be like you know monitor unmonitored children tend to get hurt or, or more 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 likely to get into trouble mm -hmm. or hurt especially if they particularly if they have ADHD <laughs> you yes. don't want little Jimmy stuffing crown crayons up his nose oh one of my clients. I don't actually know anyone who's. One of my clients. Both her kids have ADHD. They're boys, and their staircase has like a like open landing. So it's like a couple of stairs and open oh, landing that looks yes. over their den, and then more stairs. Oh, her kids who were like 
I want to say eight and 10 at the time. So it's the mom's coach and not the kids. <laughs> the kids were home one day from school and she was like, she's a writer and an Did artist. She, were- she knew they were home. It was a snow day. They spent all morning together. She thought she had exhausted them because she took them outside to go sledding and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they went inside and she was like, why well, you guys rest and watch this one TV show. I'm going to go do like an hour's worth of work. Mm-hmm. Her, her kids moved the sofa <laughs> in their den to line up with the lining of the, of the, <laughs> of the staircase. And we're jumping off the landing Where was she? onto the couch. She was in her office. I mean, there was like wild laughing. They weren't getting hurt at all, but there was some pretty loud, wild laughing. So she came out to be like, what the hell are they going into? And she saw them and she was like, what are you thinking? <laughs> they were having a blast. They didn't get hurt at all. But, you know, sometimes... They could have missed Definitely a sign of ADHD or, or characteristic of it is being willing to take risks that other people wouldn't necessarily be willing to take a risk of. At 10, I wouldn't have jumped off of anything. Not even a swing? Like, yes, like a swing or like maybe a rock near the creek where I grew up or like something small, but like not a landing. Not the landing from the staircase, which means they had to like crawl over Over the the railing. Yeah, they're so like, they're like standing, standing on the railing and, and jumping and down. Jumping down. Right? Oh, that might be kind of fun. I'm sure they were having a blast. I mean, I wanted to sled down the stairs with a mattress and you never let me do no, that. No. I still kind of want to do that. I know I mean, it wouldn't work. At your own house, go for it. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, <laughs> make sure Ian, uh, make sure somebody's at the bottom to get you yes (laughs) um so yeah set timers so you can check on them so depending on their age you want to check on them more often if they're younger right um an older child should hopefully know like what they should and should not be doing it's like really if you don't have a house that's like open plan and you can't like see look up and see them but also like even if you can see them and you're just like zoned into what you were doing very true you should set timers for checking on them you should set timers if you're doing the laundry or if you have like other things that you're doing set Mm -hmm. timers for those so you don't forget about it don't burn their grilled cheese sandwiches that would be bad Um, anything else any other wisdom I think I know kids always hate this when I say this to parents but having your kids have chores at a young age and moving onward actually helps them learn sustained attention which is an executive function skill so sustained attention is like the ability to pay attention to something you're not interested in, right? So I know your kid can probably pay attention to a video game or a book they're really into or a TV show, but sustained attention is like being able to clean an entire bathroom from 
this first step all the way through, right? Yes. So chores are important, but they they really do need to be age appropriate, right? So you're not going to have a hard time convincing a three or four year old to help you clean because they think it's super cool to help mommy um, or daddy clean. But, you know, your 12 year old is definitely going to balk if that's the first time you've asked them to do some chores, right? Okay. Um, right. So, right. so you guys always had chores. You guys yes. always had a lot of chores. You yes. guys always complained about having a lot of chores. No one else had chores. Um, Right. And, and I'm just saying like, nobody else is ready to go live by themselves. <laughs> if you don't know how to cook and sew on a button and do your laundry. I don't know how to sew on. Um, <laughs> you don't wear anything with buttons. Um, but like, you need to know how to do like really basic things in order, right? Like you can cook, you I know can. how to clean, yes. you know how to do your laundry. Yeah. Those are all super important. Um, <clears throat> right. So let's say also just like, putting stuff out that makes it easy for you or teaching your kid how to do something that they should know how to do makes it easier for you, right? You're helping support independence in your kid and you're helping yourself. So uh, I taught all my, all you guys how to make a lunch when you were like in first grade, right? So you, you always made your own lunches unless like there was like, an emergency or we were super busy or whatever. But for the most part, you guys all made your own lunches. I had like snacks out that were like appropriate for you to eat whenever you wanted them so that I didn't have to constantly like reach stuff for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we even had dishes for a long time that were like down lower mm-hmm. so that you guys could get your own plates um, and stuff so that you mm-hmm. were independent. Yes. So um everybody likes to feel independent and like they're capable of doing stuff and so there's also you can just like google this but um there are all kinds of games that will help build different executive function skills so like turn taking and um you know strategic thinking right so you can um you can google like games for executive function skills and it'll come up with all kinds of stuff um so like play games with your kids, okay. um, make up games for your kids, do art. You guys used to love when we did yeah, art together. Um, we would do like giant paintings or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Um, so there definitely has to be like giant. a lot of fun in it, right? Jackson Pollock painting mm-hmm. when Alexis rolled through paint. Yep. And it was pretty cool looking too. It was pretty cool looking. We had mm-hmm. it hanging in the house for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so make it fun, but you can hide executive function skills inside of fun. Well, aren't you sneaky? Well, right? just like you can hide vegetables in lasagna without you your kids knowing. You can. You can also hide um, executive function skill learning inside of fun. Yes. Yeah. I'd say the other thing, the last thing would just be like, you know, if you're really, you're really mad at your kid because they keep on doing the same wrong thing over and over again. Um, and your kid has ADHD. I say, first, remember that your kid is their executive function skills are 30% behind. So if you're asking your 12 year old to do stuff that a regular 12 year old 
can do. That's as far as like chores go or whatever, that, that, that that's not actually appropriate because their executive function skills are like a seven year old, right? So the other thing is like, you actually have to teach your kid. You can't just be like, here are the cleaning supplies, clean the kid. Clean, so wait, clean would the you? Kitchen. You need to like show them what you do to clean a bathroom or a kitchen, right? Like right. write down the steps really easily. Like, you know, wash the mirror and do the sink. Then do, you know, you, and if you have to write it down, then write it down, right? So would you, would you give your 12-year-old then the, the chores of a 12-year-old and help them, like, by, like, writing it out and, like, treating them like they were of that, of, of, the, of a seven-year-old? Or would you give them the chores of a seven-year-old? I think that really depends on the kid. Because then that could either, because if then if you actually have another seven-year-old, that <laughs> might make the 12-year-old feel bad. For sure. So. Right? You're definitely going to have like, to. Like, which way do you do you're gonna have to suss that out, right? You're, but you 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 can't just like assume that your twelve year old no, is gonna be able to do all the steps, right? Or um, then I guess I will already know that my children will most likely have ADHD, right? So your seven so, year old won't be doing seven year old chores. They anyway. won't. They won't be. So <laughs> right, but I mean, I think just like at school, they're still doing the same academic work because kids with ADHD are usually quite bright. Yes. Right. So, so they're going to get that from there. Right. And I would say, here's the biggest thing. Like school may not be their favorite place to go. School's and I, I <laughs> have clients though, who like love school and excelled at school and like school wasn't a problem. It was the rest of life that was oh. a problem for them. So I'd say, like, if your kid is great at school, then awesome. Like, push them to do something else that they're maybe not as good at to challenge them. But if your kid's not great at school, I would say that kid definitely needs a hobby or a sport or something where they're really passionate about it and really good at it, right? So, like, if you've got a kid that, like, draws really well or paints really well like i would get them into as many extracurricular artsy things as possible and i would throw on a ton of praise for their skill in that right because you can't control what's being said to your kid at school and we've talked about this before right the average 12 year old with adhd hears twenty thousand negative comments about themselves that's going to leave a mark, right? So some of those comments are going to come from the parent because we're not perfect and we lose our patience and have trouble with our, you know, emotional regulation as well. But you, you, you can't control what's going on at school. You can't kind of control other kids. Kids are, kids are mean. Kids are, kids are mean. That they're mean. They are just mean. Like, sometimes they are. But kids, kids are just like really honest exactly so they'll, they'll call you out um or call out your kid um mm -hmm. and other teachers like you know teachers see a lot of kids during the day in middle school the average teacher sees 150 kids a day that's a lot of kids a lot of at some point 
no matter how great that teacher is at some point, like they might snap too. Right. Um, and so you can't control what's being said to your kid in other places. And so you want to make sure that like, whenever you can load on like ton of praise or really like acknowledgement for a skill that they have or a skill that they've honed that you let them know how amazing that is. Right. Or that you see that they're working hard. Right. Maybe it isn't even that like they have something that they're really good at, but like you see them working really hard on their homework. Right. Like praise them for that. Even if half of it's wrong. Right. Because they're still putting in the work. Apparently, apparently they teach things differently now. Well, they used to teach math differently when you were there, too. Yes, I knew. Well, right, right, right. But apparently it's like like super different now. Yeah. Like, um. This person that I work with, he's in charge of the front end part of the grocery store. So he works with a lot of courtesy clerks who are usually all teenagers. Right. Apparently, according to all of these teenagers, they don't teach about the Holocaust anymore or World War II. What? Which I think is like a kind of an important, a super important part of history here. Yeah. History that's not taught, I feel like, is doomed to repeat itself. Yeah, that's kind of scary. And um, that's not something we want to repeat. No. But thankfully, they have dad. My children will have pop-pops yeah. as their pop-pops. Yeah, so they like history. Pop-pops will teach them all about world, or about all about world war. Or Uncle, or Uncle Jack. He or likes Uncle history, Jack. too. Uncle Jack likes history, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I say, you know. Just homeschool my children. Take, oh, goodness, that's a lot of work. That is a lot of work. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I love it. Um, not sure. So, teach you. But you could add extra information. You could. Right? Um, I said that's a, maybe another thing a parent could do is just like be really interested in what your kid's learning. Mm-hmm. Right? Have them talk about school or be quiet. Be like, this is the biggest trick. When you ask your kid how their day is or what they learned, then like don't shoot on another question. Oh, just be quiet. Just be quiet. Your kid will talk eventually. We'll talk eventually. <laughs> Awkward <laughs> silence. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. What if they do like honestly don't know? Like what if they actually weren't paying attention? All day. They they like well, you gotta keep the question like really vague. Like I would ask like what was interesting that happened today at school? Mm-hmm. And some days it was like I learned whatever but most days it was like so and so did whatever oh, Alexis. Right? <laughs> right no i mean not just her sometimes you would tell me somebody did something and sometimes jack would too right um so yeah i'd say Alexis, you know you. love your kids listen to your kids take care of yourself yeah that's all i got yes cool cool you good yeah Say goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at bigbangcoaching.net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at thendtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to theneurodiversetoolbox.podbean.com. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.